What's up, fuckers? It's time for Ultimate Despair Reprise. <laughs> well, first we need to do a 3, 2, 1 mark. Yeah. Well, no, 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 don't, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. I've never <laughs> touched it. Abort. I have never touched a thing in my life, okay. and I don't intend to start now. So so the way that we do this to sync it up, <laughs> while it's have. while it's currently recording, we, we need to do a 3, 2, 1 mark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, just so that when I go into post... I know what the fuck I'm listening. This is off to a great start. Yeah, we yeah, are. We, we are. are doing so well. Okay. Yeah, all this talking over each other is fucking rock. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Okay. You can tell we're real. We're the ultimate podcast. Uh, ultimate despair podcast. Okay. When we hosts. Okay, so we'll, we'll do Hold three, on. two, one, mark, followed by a bit of silence, and from there we will. Um, and I'll um I'll lead the intro. Yeah. And then. We'll kind of take it from there. All right. The ultimate despair professional podcast. The ultimate, yeah, despair professional. Just make sure you lean into the mic and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be lean into the mic when you're talking. Otherwise okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Welcome, everybody, to Ultimate Despair Reprise, a Danganronpa podcast going through this series one murder at a time. We are your ultimate hosts uh, for this podcast. My name is Kiri. I'm Jennifer. I'm Jackie. I'm Inez. And we're here. We're finally in it. It is, what's today? Um, the, currently, it is the my January 7th. January 7th. We are... My phone is... Uh, very conveniently broken right where it displays the date. Fantastic. Like, broken things and broken hearts. That's that's the spirit that, of Danganronpa. The spirit so. of Danganronpa. Broken things, broken hearts, broken people. Hey, wow, that went... <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing that great. went extraordinarily well. Let's just keep rolling. Okay. okay. All right. Um, yeah, so let's... Why are we here? First off, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about how we're doing this because... I've been excited to do this. Jennifer has been excited to do this. In case you can't tell, if you follow us on Twitter for any extended amount of time, we love Danganronpa. Yeah, that's right. Um, I am constantly posting about it almost every day. I um, uh, My favorite cosplay is uh, Nagato Komaeda, who I dress as frequently. You are wearing his shirt literally as we record. Uh, it's quite <laughs> great, but specifically, uh, I recently beat Danganronpa V3, and I got so excited about it. I got in a call with these two about it, so go ahead, and, because, God, I just love this franchise. Tell me. You two say something. All right, so um, the point of the podcast, ultimately, is we have two, two uh, series veterans, and we have two newcomers, which uh, series veterans are obviously Jen and Kiri, and the newcomers are Inez and myself. Hi. Um, and the goal of the podcast ultimately is to, uh, dissect and analyze while also experiencing Danganronpa from a new, from a fresh and from a seasoned perspective. Yeah, because um, we played all the games, we've seen the anime. What is YouTube's experience of Danganronpa? I have absolutely no experience whatsoever. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the fingers in his ass video and that's just about <laughs> it. 
I don't really have that much experience with it either. Um, honestly, like my first big experience with it was Kyrie just kind of telling me about it on 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 call or when or when or, or whenever whenever that was. It was um, a, it was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I do I like I I remember I remember I remember seeing it and I remember I remember like liking some of the character designs, but I never like actually like played it. Hmm. Well, yeah, and it's kind of appropriate that we're doing this in 2019 because 2019 marks the fifth anniversary, I believe, of the series coming out in the United States. And next year, 2020 is going to be the 10th anniversary. Danganronpa has been around for a little while. Yeah, um, it initially came out in Japan in like um, 2010 on the PSP, and right. it didn't really get to the U.S. until 2014 when they were like, okay, we have the PS Vita now, we might as well just put this out in America now. I bought a Vita so I could play these games. <laughs> yeah, I-, I bought a Vita for Persona 4 Golden, and then someone was like, oh, hey, Danganronpa's on this thing too. And from there, um, well... The rest th- is history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, Jackie, you had mentioned you have some history with the series, but not a lot. Um, it's, I, I, I mean, again, I've really only seen the fingers in his ass video, um, which, that by Botonic Sage, uh, that's been remixed with Sans and Komaeda dancing around, uh, that's kind of circulated around the internet for quite a while. Uh, I'm vaguely aware of a few of the things, uh, but I'm kind of... I'd never actually been passionate about the series, never really followed up on the what the series has been um, putting forth. Um, and I'm kind of I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to experiencing it with two enthusiasts, looking forward to uh, sharing in the highs and lows and discussing what I like and dislike about this uh, kind of new media venture. Yeah. I am very curious because not just like history you haven't seen, I want to know what y'all think the series is about because. You just through cultural osmosis. We want to preserve this like in amber, you know, like two fans before they get straight into this uh, this buck wild franchise. I've done quite a bit of talking already, so Inez, you can you can tell us what you think the series is about, and I'll follow up with my own interpretation. the The impression that that I've gotten, both like just just like how it looks and and the music and um and and from and and like other people talking about it. It it seems to be like very concerned with with the the mechanisms of of structural violence and structural power. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very. There's a very specific reason why this franchise is about Japanese high school kids. Like, um, this is one of those rare franchises that really like. Sometimes you can take a franchise, take it to the United States, and kind of divorce it from its kind of original setting. Like, if you played it, Ace Attorney. Those games don't have to take place in Japan. Hilar- Jennifer, you have this look on your face. <laughs> I was just thinking about the awkward zombie com- comic where they're like, eat your burgers, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's right next to a plate of sushi. Yeah, eat your burgers, Apollo. But I think um, the series, like like you said, as it is kind of a reflection of... Specifically, like, the Japanese school system? Yeah, and, and, and moreover, it's... It, it, it seems it seems to be very concerned with with, with the idea of, of making the most of the people you're around mm-hmm. um, while you still can. 
Yeah, because uh, just by the nature of the structure, because, because life, life, life is short, especially at Hope Speak. Yeah, yeah, the kids aren't like by the nature of the format of these games. Um, they start with fifteen or sixteen, and usually end with four. So yeah, Jackie, what is, what is like your impressions of the series? Uh, my general impressions, I would say. Um... Very much like a Battle Royale type uh, flick. Uh, well, not flick, but series of games. Mm-hmm. Um, these are a bunch of, uh, kind of, bunch of teens. Uh, exploration of their trust and distrust of each other. And uh, the eventual collapse of uh, their individual, their, like, individual, of them as individuals. And of their social groups as they turn on each other to escape um, their fate. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that's pretty that's not far off. What do you think, Shen? Yeah, that, that's an interesting interpretation. I, th- I think Rope actually does a very good job of presenting itself. It uh-huh. sells itself very well. Uh, if nothing else, and I think it's, like, again, marketing is such a big part of how a series kind of hits off. Um, and Danganronpa definitely did a very good job of, like, packaging itself and making itself very, uh, what you see. Not necessarily what you see is what you get, but it int- but it kind of prepares you to go into it. Sure, it, it like catches you off guard, you know, and that's the thing that I love about the franchise. It it does catch you off guard, but it doesn't catch you off guard in the way like it would if it was billing itself as a a comparison. I use like a Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was being like before before it kind of became uh, like cultural knowledge that oh yeah, this is gonna be what it is. How it kind of packaged itself as like a bright and ch- and like cheery thing with no like underlying darkness, and then went on to explore some very dark themes. Um, that's again, I've not actually played that game, so I, I don't I, really. I, I haven't played it either. And has got something. Uh, yeah, like dang it, dang it, Rumpa seems like very 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 upfront about about the, about the about 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 the about the basic concept of it which is that which is that um these teens are locked in this high school and they can't leave until they kill each other yeah yep. yeah like i think in all three games like you you meet monokuma very quickly which <laughs> which which it which itself is 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 like a very like battle royale setup mm-hmm. because that that's that's kind of how battle royale goes like i haven't seen the movie but i've read the i've read the novel and really i didn't know that yeah and 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 they're they are essentially locked into into this like island high school and mm-hmm. i i have um and the I've... one and the only and the one to survive wins right i i've actually i have seen the battle royale film um i watched it at a friend's house a very late night it was a it was a hell of a time uh Beat Takeshi as direct. I think he directed it and he starred in it. It's a very good movie. It's a fucked up movie, but it's very good. Now, my only question is, uh, with all this murder, how do they attend their classes? <laughs> <laughs> well, they get into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I will say is um, an interesting, dif- an interesting thing that sets it apart from Battle Royale or its uh, or Hunger Games or any of those other things is. There's a lot more downtime, a lot more time just getting to know the other students and uh, just seeing how they're living out their daily lives like this. So uh, it, it, it's less cut to be like a two-hour action movie and more of a situation where it's like, okay, we're going to be here a while, so we need to establish some ground rules and we're going to see how it goes. 
it is very much a murder mystery story mm-hmm. and part of, of of like a murder mystery at least at least in like a lot of novels is that is that there tend there tends to be kind of a calm before the murder is actually discovered right uh, and something that like in, increases the tension in these games is off, is the fact that they establish very quickly that the murderers in every single case are one of the other students mm-hmm. and that's like like they explore that possibility that's like some outside force but it was like no it is absolutely someone on the inside yeah and i i think i, I think that, that like i obviously i've not i've not yet played the games but that definitely seems like uh, like a pretty big part of, of 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 why of why the cases and the trials are, are so affecting is because it is is because you are encouraged to get to know these characters and if if your favorite character is murdered or <laughs> turns out to be a murderer then oh god then, that's a very upsetting revelation yeah, yeah. Obvi- obviously <laughs> that's going to get to you it, you're going to see an interesting pattern i think when you start playing where they're very good at setting up your expectations and then completely throwing them in the garbage yeah. I, am, I am very excited to uh, be thrown in the garbage well, honestly that's that's a thing that that very good like like mystery stories do mm-hmm. speaking of setting some things up we did some pre-pro on this and we wanted one thing i wanted to go over was our spoiler policy because i think people like the intention for this podcast is like i want to be able to let people listen along and play along with us as we're going through these games. But again, Jen and I have played the entire franchise. We know where it goes. So let's, uh, Jen and I, let's, uh, let's go over some of the spoiler stuff. All right. Okay. Yeah. The first thing is we are going to avoid talking about things that we have not already played. So we might allude to future events when we, or say, uh, and as Jackie, you ask us something about like a future event like we will give like vague details but hopefully we'll be vague enough that only you know only jen and i and the people that have played the games before will kind of understand what's going on so ultimately at its heart this is a recap podcast yeah it's um a recap podcast but also a discovery podcast for half of its hosts you know yeah so that's gonna be a lot of fun uh jen want to take the second one Sure thing. Yeah, we're not going to talk about character deaths, uh, murders, and executions besides those of the current trial, or ones that have already happened. Yeah, so... so... We're not going to start discussing the murder in case three while we're talking case one, or anything like that. Right, because that's kind of crappy, because even though I feel a lot of this game kind of operates on JoJo's spoiler uh, principle, where I could literally tell you some of the vets that happened in Danganronpa, and they won't make sense until you get there, um... The murderers and murdered, I think, is a key part to the mystery of many of these chapters. So we're not going to take that away from you. Mm-hmm. You know. Next, I will mention characters in upcoming games aren't considered spoilers. So again, this franchise has been around for almost a decade in Japan and five years in the United States. The fact that you know there's a character named Nagito Komaeda and Game Two, you know, isn't technically a spoiler because like when these games come out they often talk about like here's the cast of 16 that you're going to be hanging out with you know mm-hmm. that's kind of like that's in the marketing materials but I recall like every like you can go on youtube right now look at the trailers for like all three games and it's like oh here's all the kids that are gonna slaughter each other yeah well um does 
does saying Kanye West likes fingers in his ass constitute a spoiler? That is never a spoiler, and we're going to establish it every episode. It is a known fact. It is a known quantity that Kanye West do like fingers in his ass. It, it is a known quantity how many fingers Kanye likes in his ass. That's quite a few. That's one, two, three, four, five, six fingers. In his ass. In his ass. <laughs> Jen, want to take the last one? Yeah, sure. And we're going to be avoiding uh, major plot details before they happen, like the resolution, the primary antagonist, and things like that. And and to that point, um, we do have an email for the podcast, but um, only Kyrie and I will be looking at it. Yeah, and, so that uh, way our other hosts won't, like, I think we're going to be fielding the emails so that, you know, you two aren't going to get spoiled on stuff. Um, and we'll, we'll announce the email address either on the Twitter. Uh, oh, wait, we already did that. Yeah, um, yeah. I can just say that again. It's yeah. uh, despaircast at gmail.com. Yeah. And I don't think we've decided yet whether we're going to leave them all for a question for a Q&A episode at the end or whether we're going to sparse them out as we deem necessary. But uh, we'll, par- we'll probably play it by ear. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we uh, come across it. Yeah, like the, much like the first game, this is a very experimental uh, format yeah, that we're, we're going to fast and loose. Playing fast and loose here. So, um, Je- uh, Jackie and Ines, can you go over our goals for this podcast? So, first and foremost, uh, we're here to have a good time. We're here to know? have fun. This is, I mean, that's that's rule number one. Uh, you know, just fucking have a ball. We are also uh, looking to inform the audience on the stories and personal impact that the series has, has had on us. Yeah. Um, this is going to be mostly uh, Jen and Kiri talking about the personal impact of the stories, though. If When we have strong fe- feelings on it, I'm sure Inez and I will pipe up yeah. and we'll have a discussion on that. Yeah, because like these characters in these games are very near and dear to us. In fact, we kind of a little personal story time. Jen and I kind of bonded over... Danganronpa. We, um, the very first time we met up at MAGFET, oh, she's blushing like a, like everybody, uh, can we confirm how red she is? Um, I would say beet red. Beat red, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was cosplaying as Chihiro Fujisaki the very first time we met, and, um, we have just kind of hit off from there, but we, we talk about it all the fucking time, so it's had a very huge impact on our lives, even before we met each other, too. Yeah, um, without getting into, um, I, we'll probably get into this more in a later episode, but um, the game was there for me at, at a pretty good time, the same way that Persona 4 was, and uh, yeah, it, it it meant a lot to me. It it Even if the way that it handled some of these characters wasn't the best, mm-hmm. just seeing this thing, that seeing this portrayal that I haven't that I wasn't used to seeing anywhere else uh, really right. left its mark on me and made things a bit easier for me right. down the road. And uh, certainly we're going to be bringing up other things that had an impact on us. Like, like, and as you mentioned, Battle Royale, I think you're going to have a... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of comparisons. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that at some point we will probably do like a like a bonus episode or or like after or like after a season ends we'll do we'll do like a couple of things that aren't Danganronpa. Yeah, I can there are a lot of side projects I can't wait to get into <laughs> on that front. Uh Jackie care to or Inez care to read the next goal on our list? All right. Um well, uh as, as you as you may expect uh part of the podcast, um we 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 want it to be about um uh, just just like looking back at the games and and their history mm. um I, I I personally find find history of of stuff like this very interesting mm. 
like development history and writing history or, or like... yeah especially 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 with Danganronpa there there's like there's like kind of a, a rich vein of like of like beta character designs and like oh, and, yeah. and, and and like lots of interviews and stuff about about the writing process for 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 this game we need to get our hands on the art book at some time and kind of go through that oh absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and that that kind of ties into um and that kind of ties into our next point uh being honest about the series because there's some things within Danganronpa, even as someone who is a massive fan of the series, that are very, very terrible. And it, it's most, my, most of my problems exist within the first game because it has one of the particular cases is mm. frankly transphobic. Transphobic and very upsetting. And From what I hear, it's rather viciously transphobic. Yeah, like, we'll kind of get into it, but again, also just real quick, on the Twitter, before we before we go over kind of the format, we will be putting out, like, content warnings, mm-hmm. um, you know, if we will, since Jen and I have, like, a history of the series, we can kind of go through and figure out what type of stuff is, like, very triggering for people, and we don't want you to, again, go into this and have, you know, a rough time with it, but that being said, Danganronpa can be rough sometimes. Um, in addition, content warnings will be in the description of every mm-hmm. episode. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so please keep an eye out for those. Yes, and also before, when we announce, you know, what chapters we'll be covering on the next week, again, other content warnings will be going up, because we want to have a frank conversation about these games, because, you know, <laughs> you know, the four of us stay up really late at night at times just talking about the things that we like, but we also are very critical of the things we like. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it, w- it, w- it would really hurt the discussion if, if we if we weren't willing to like talk about the th- talk about the things in these games that we don't like because because this is th- th- this is a recap podcast. Like, right. maybe you're, you're you're just listening to us to hear, to hear us talk about about what happened in the case, but also like I think it's important for the discussion that it, that we talk about everything. Right. On that note, we're gonna be we're gonna be kind of very serious about being honest about the series and uh, everything that kind of ties into that. Needless to say, um, and a lot of it, especially for us newcomers, what we're looking into is um, kind of what the appeal of Danganronpa is and what parts of it that people found emotionally resonant. Um, yeah, like, uh, like, like again, like what 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 like really got me interested in Danganronpa, like. Like more more than just like more than just like kind of the passive interest I had in it before was was Kyrie like <laughs> what, what was Kyrie like explaining to me one night that like that like that like she had just finished V three and 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 that it it was super fucking good yeah I I pretty sure uh, Jed how many texts did I send you that night <laughs> close to around three hundred or four hundred line messages yeah um it was one of those things where I was very insistent that you. Uh, keep me up to date with things that were happening just because I've, I've played it before. And one of my favorite things when I'm, when I've experienced a piece of media is that I really like is seeing how other people react to it. So right. it, it was very fun to see your progression through that night. Yeah. And we're honestly like Jen and I are very excited to see Jackie and Inez's reactions to the series. Like it's going to be very fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, to starting to play these games like i still like at the time of recording i still i still haven't played um like any, any of the first chapter of the first game and i'm looking forward to it yeah and that kind of ties into a, like our ultimate goal if you uh which is to be blown away by the series 
and what it brings forth um, to feel the shocking twists and turns for ourselves and in the case of Kiri and Jen to relive them to you know to be with these characters there and their triumphs and their and their greatest moments and their their failures their worst moments Mm -hmm. um i remember that being like the thing that you really wanted to get out of this uh jack you was just to be ready to be blown away by this yeah i'm i am i'm very much very much looking forward to the ride yeah definitely uh from 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 what i understand the character writing is is really really strong in these games so yeah like the like some of the writing and translations in this franchise are frankly some of the best games i have ever played like i i'm not going to mince words here Danganronpa v3 might be in kind of my top 10 games i have ever played like i that's a bull i i mean you don't y'all don't know me very well but i pretty sure like that's a kind of a bold claim to say but i adore this franchise and there are very good reasons uh for that and i'm just we're all excited here we're all excited here yeah right, we're all excited and, yeah. yeah well now that now that we've talked about like why we're why, like why we're interested in these games and why and like why we want to do this podcast um you want to talk about the format? So the format that we will be adhering to, the expectation is by the time episode one comes out, you will have played portions of the game. So here's how we're going to go through it. Within the game, every chapter is split into several contingent parts. The daily life segment, which is, you know, early story stuff, character interactions. Um, it's also the main character's opportunity to interact with the other students. Um, then deadly life where um, a murder has occurred um, and the ramifications of that, the investigation in which the kids um, go around the school, gather clues and get ready for the trial. And then of course the trial and the subsequent aftermath. So the way we decided to do this was when we play through the games, it very clearly denotes when each section is. In fact, you will see like a chapter splash screen that in the game go from daily life and turn to deadly life. So the very first episode, when if you are playing this at home or you're playing this, you know, when you're binging through these episodes, you know, play through um, the first chapter of Danganronpa 1 up to the moment the, like, title switch happens from daily life to deadly life. You know, you save your game, you know, put your Vita in sleep mode. Well, I think that's just me in 2019. Am I the only one who plays Vita in 2019? Yes, yes, Kyrie, you yes, are. Yes, Kyrie, you're the only person in 2019 with a Vita. Why do you have a fucking Vita? The Vita's a good system. Uh, well, you, you might you might hear a lot of that on these on these podcasts. Uh, Kyrie, it it needless to say is something of a Vita diehard. The Vita's fine. Let it be known that friends don't fr- let friends buy Vita. Hey, hey, hey. Well, speaking of formats, you can get this game on Vita, you can get it on PlayStation 4, and you get it on PC. We will also tweet out when these games are on sale as well. So if, you know, you know, you, you listen to an episode and you get really interested, you can kind of catch up on that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're going with the format. Yeah, um, but... We may change things up once we get to Danganronpa 2, because... Um, we might change things up in Danganronpa 1. Yeah. We might but... change things up next episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll, we'll keep you up to date. Yeah. Just um, a thing with the later games is th- they get significantly longer to the point where they do have breaks in the middle of trials at some point. So 
we may have if we don't revise things at the end of Danganronpa one or during Danganronpa one, we may have to take a second look during two. Yeah, and 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 also, I'm sure I'm sure that like the later games also mess with the format. Oh, they absolutely do. Oh God, I'm thinking. Remember, um, hey, hey, that's close. No, I'm just looking at Jen's eyes and going, hey, remember uh, game two, case two. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh... Yeah, remember, like, what happens with the, the... Yeah. Yeah. So, needless to say, we will (laughs) be changing up the format a lot. If by by the third episode this becomes a cooking podcast, (laughs) first and and foremost, you're welcome. Second. (laughs) Dangan cooking. Cooking wrong. We we will figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. But we will always keep you up to date. Um... You are, after all, along with the ride, dear listener. Yep, you're strapped in. You are stuck in this school with us. Um, ride or die, we gotta figure this stuff out. Please kill the other hosts and not me. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. it turns out the end game of this podcast is one of us has to murder each other before we're allowed to leave the podcast and we have to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be much harder when uh, we're, we're recording this first episode or this uh, Zero episode together and... Uh, from, for future episodes, they're likely going to be all done over in, in our separate corners. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how you try to kill me. Okay, great. Um, well, I know where you sleep, Jen. Usually next to me. <laughs> True. I mean, I know... That just makes you more suspicious. Kid. Great. Well... I mean, I know... I, I, de- I definitely live, like, like, like the farthest away out of, out of all of us. So I'm going... So... Well, we can call uh, Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get cre- I'm gonna have to get a little creative with with uh, the murder. Yeah, but 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 also that means that that I'm gonna be very hard to catch. Okay, great. Try to think if there's any other last points we want to go through before we go to our ending, where everybody has to do a Monokuma impersonation. <laughs> uh, this well, is be great. I've, ne- I've literally never heard Monokuma's oh, voice. I've only sort of heard Monokuma's voice. Okay. I, I guarantee it will. I so, guarantee this will never get old. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jen, any final thoughts uh, before we uh, close out this episode? Uh, just as a reminder, um, the one that you'll be looking for um, for the next episode is Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc, or um, on, on PS4, it's Danganronpa 1-2 Reload. And um, I think there's also going to be a 1-2-3 Reload that comes out on PS4. I think it's coming out soon at the time of this recording. Uh, there's going to be a triple pack on PS4 that you can pick it up. But yeah, Trigger Happy Havoc, Danganronpa, or Danganronpa 1. Very excited to purchase my 100 different copies of Danganronpa. Incredible. Incredible. Oh yeah, and at some point, if I have my way, I'll shoehorn in the anime and manga as well. Oh, we will go through those. I mean, don't worry. At some point, I'm sure I'm sure I, I will make y'all read something that I like. <laughs> that That is... That probably ha- has less bearing on Danganronpa. Listen, so long then. as we're inflicting things we like upon each other, I'm definitely going to hit y'all with... Fuck, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I'm going to hit y'all with everything I find. Right. All right. Yeah. Uh, and as any final thoughts? Um, I don't... Y- y- you know, I- I'm still I'm still really not sure what, what exactly Monokuma's voice sounds like. Like, I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of picturing, like... Somewhere between like Teddy from Persona Four and like Pooh Bear, you are not that far and, off. And but but like I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not really sure how 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 one would express that combination. So I might have a really hard time in a few months. <laughs> uh, Jackie, final thoughts? 
Um, if you make an attempt to actually voice Monokuma, you are a dork. Uh, but please look forward to next episode. There will be a lot of fan service. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, all the Ava references we're gonna make is gonna be. Oh dear. Um, Hope you like Evangelion. I love Evangelion. Are you ready? Are you ready for the, oh the next project after this will be an Ava recap? <laughs> well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, I don't really have anything else. But thank you everybody for joining us. If you're listening to episode zero, um, if you're listening to it as it comes out, get excited for episode uh, one. But if you're like kind of going through this after it's been released, you can go to the next episode right now. Um, so everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us for Ultimate Despair Reprise. Um, so everybody, let's do our Monokuma impersonations as we go through this. <laughs> well, class dismissed. Yeah, I'm not doing an impression. <laughs> Going to do a hard pass on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, class, <laughs> looks like a looks like a body has been found. What's Hank Hill doing here? Okay, three. I'm Hank Hill Kuma. Hank Hill Kuma. All right. Dismissed. They're pulling me off with a big vaudeville cane.